And here we are with no planning to start with, episode number 37 of the Armin Show podcast. That show, the one you've been thinking about. So this one's all audio as the other ones have been. It's been all audio the whole time. If you're looking for the video on my podcast, you're looking the wrong way because I didn't have it yet. I don't even know if I can do video on this, but I think you can because there's video podcasts out there. So maybe that's actually an option. I didn't think about that. I'll look into that at some point. But the whole goal is to stick to audio as far as the podcast. I already have my The Armin Show on YouTube, the vlog. I don't post on it that much, as much as this one, clearly. But I do post on it. This one's every single 24-hour cycle I have an episode. You call them days, by the way, those 24-hour cycles. In this episode, I want to discuss a couple of things. One, once again, I want to talk about continuous movement. I'm just going to bring it up regularly because there is gold in it. When you're continuously moving, all the other things around it occur. But if you stop, it all stops. Things might look like they're repeated at times. Some of the things I say might seem to be a little bit repeated. But that's the idea. We wake up and go to sleep every day. That's repeated. We don't call that boring or dull. That can be part of a healthy, productive regimen. Or a workout, actual workout at the gym. A lot of things are repeated. So these things are boring, but they're not inefficient. It's good to keep them in mind. They have practicality to them. Now, second, I want to discuss... An item mentioned by good old Gary Vaynerchuk in a, I don't know, it's not an interview. He did a conference, whatever. He answered questions from the audience. And one of them, they were asking about hiring and firing of employees. And he brought up a great point that he's brought up before, but he, he really hit it on a certain detail I wanted to mention here. He said, people love to be romantic about their judgment in character, like, their decision-making, they like to set it up as though they make the great decisions and things worked out well. But this deems them non-actionable when it most matters. So you make, I make, I've done this, and I feel like I'm pretty good at this too and I've still done this. You make decisions, or no, you represent yourself as though you're good at making decisions in character for hiring and firing, or maybe an investment, or maybe a companion, or maybe a, uh, a future plan. And then now you're stuck with it because you've convinced people you're good at making decisions. I don't know why you, you would do that, or me, attaching it to a person. But we have these things where we attach our decision-making to people, and we're like, oh, we made a good decision, look. Look what we did. And now it's harder to quit that. You're attached to it. And you need to have the humility to not need that externally from other people that like validation or acceptance or whatever it is. Thus giving you liquidity or ability to fire somebody or ability to let someone go or say goodbye or cancel a deal, whatever it may be. That ability matches evolution. Evolution is always flowing like water. This, that, the other thing, change, adapt, make a difference. You can't do that if you're stuck in your ego. You're stuck. Your decision-making is going to be limited at that point. 
So, so now you're not in a good position, some would say. It's bad to be in a limited position. We all know this. I'm sure everybody here has been in a situation where they felt like, oh, I'm stuck. I can't do something. I've already this much. The sunk cost fallacy is related to that. Or like, people think I am this. I got to go with that. Which is fine. But then now you're based on other people. You have no chance at that point. Zero chance. Because you're beholden to the investors. But they're not really investors. They're just there. In your own head, they're investors. But they're actually not. They're doing their own thing. That is the loss scenario, if I've ever seen one, for investment, for relationships, for uh, employment, schooling, whatever it may be. The weight of others. You can't let it limit you or you are screwed. Screwed. What does this mean? This means you can't form the attachment in the first place. It was never the other person's fault, by the way. You can't form the attachment to people's expectations of you in the first place. The minute you start getting a good feeling like, oh, I got a bunch of likes or I made money and people think I made money or whatever it is, now you are on the line. You're on the hook. You let yourself get there. Now, if you don't attach to it in such form, and let's say you're hiring an employee and you didn't tell anybody they're a good employee, they're a bad employee. You hired them. You're like, okay, we'll give it a go. They, they meet the qualifications. Two weeks later, they are not doing what you want. You say, sorry. I mean, we tried our best. Uh, peace out. You send them away. This can only happen if you didn't tell everybody, oh, I got the best employee and we are going to do this. And well, I really believe in it. I don't want to do hiring another employee. You have to also be always moving. If you start getting lazy... That helps the limitation here. You have to be moving, moving, moving like water. And then you can adjust. Things don't work out. Off they go. Things do work out. You keep that employee. But you don't think to yourself, all right, they've done great for three weeks. Now we know they're going to be great for three years. You don't know that too. Same thing that can happen in a relationship with somebody. An intimate relationship could be a business partnership. Could be even an investment. If you invest in something, you put in $2,000. And then, now, if you tell people, look how much I made in this, you're attached to it. You can't sell at some point that you would want to. Now you're like thinking, oh, what are people going to think? Oh, this. If that is part of it, you have limitation involved. And you won't be as efficient as the person who just says, "Mm -hmm, I'm putting this much in. I think it's going here. And every once in a while, they adjust based on the market. You can't beat that guy or girl. That's the top of the line right there. There's a lot of detail on that concept, but I wanted to go over it because it's a big deal. It affects, I've erred related to that many a time. So I'm sharing that too. I make mistakes. I have failures. I have large sizable ones. They're obvious to me. If you look at me, you don't see the failure in at me. Like physically, you can't see it. But I've made them in decisions for purchases or for what I did for a year or something I canceled on. So I have made quite a few poor decisions. So I'm, I'm trying to relate there because you may have as well. 
I roll with failures, okay? I might make failures. I'm going to continue to make miss huge opportunities down the line. But as long as I'm rolling in a direction that I see as applicable, I'm good. This is the key point. This is kind of like how the pursuit of uh, growth or the pursuit of an endeavor is actually more valuable than the end result of the endeavor. So then, let's say now you get the end result. whoop de doo you just sit there? No. The way our brains are built is that pursuit gets our brains going, activated, centers of fear. Well, I don't want to base it off of fear, but centers of processing, executive control, cognition, linking to your emotions, managing your subconscious, connecting with your subconscious if possible to make better decisions based on gut feeling. These things are activated when you're pursuing a goal. Once you get to something and you're done, you're just sitting there. What would you need the brain for? If everything was just comfortable, you wouldn't need the brain. You could just sit there and eat apples. So that's not the ideal. Also, let me use this pause feature. This is kind of cool. Great. That that pause feature is pretty cool because I can pause the recording and then unpause it, thus letting me catch up on breath for a bit. That might be a good idea. I'll start doing that maybe in future episodes regularly where every minute or two I pause, regroup, and roll through. Because I've usually just been doing it where I continue the whole time, which I can do because I have energetic breath and high energy and all that stuff shooting out the content to the people. But the other option is pausing at bits. They're both good. It doesn't really matter what you do in life as long as you're doing. You figure it out. You start to get to the right form. If you stop doing, that's when things start to break down because you lose the efficiency. Like when I put out episodes, right? They have a similar naming system. I remember the login and everything is nice, pretty efficient right now. A couple of things could be more efficient. Maybe I should fix those. But aside from that, actually I will fix those right after this episode. Aside from that, there's a lot of efficiency to it when you're moving. If somebody else wanted to do a podcast tomorrow, there'd be a lot of little things Friction, okay, let me go ahead and record. Now should I use this? I'll post it up on this, but I don't have a this. And this, but I this, because of this. There's so many things. There's not even, and this podcast is not a big thing. But you get what I'm saying. There's all these friction points that when you're rolling, you're it's high value. You become the thing. That's a nice feature. You want to get to a place where you can do that. And then everything just starts coming out from your ability, then you're making uh, clothing every day. If you're a clothing designer or jewelry, or you're making artwork, or you are taking pictures, or you are playing the guitar, making music, boom, making the next day product, this idea, concept, put it out there. Yes, a lot of thoughts. As you can see, most of what I say is conceptual or abstract. I don't like to get too much into the details, but people do like details because the story you can attach to. Yes, I like to leave them out because what's the the people? If you are liking my podcast, you probably have some similar thinking to me or you probably would have already not been here. That wouldn't have been the case. Uh, if you have any preferences, by the way, throw them in there. Like, Armin, I like your shorter episodes, or I like your longer episodes, or more guests, or include uh, more stories, or uh, let, can you talk about this topic? Yeah, if anything like that, let me know. I like to throw it in there. You know me, I've got voice 
and I speak for the people and myself together as a grouping. I know we're on episode 37, but I see it as the thing. It's the thing. So then it makes it at some point like, oh, hey, do you, instead of me, hey, do you want to be on the Armin show? Person's like, hey, when can I be on the Armin show? Because I really want to be on there. That's You develop into that. It doesn't just happen. It's when the value proposition is switched over. All right. So I will leave the episode there here at December 7th, episode 37. Thanks for listening. And we are out.